Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 18 and today I'm going to be sharing with you how to have power over your fleshly cravings because we've all been there. (laughs) We've all woken up, had the best of intentions and somehow at the end of the day found ourselves eating the foods and I get it. It's so hard but what I'm going to share with you today is going to take you to another level as a seeker. It's going to help you kind of get that one foot out of the dieting world and pull it into this onto rather this narrow path as a seeker to help you go deeper with God and to just truly see through a different lens. So today I want to share with you a little bit of my journey as it relates to getting out of the world, how I released the worldliness, you know, because I was very worldly focused for so long. I had no idea that being worldly wasn't necessarily the ideal state for a Christian to proclaim to be. (laughs) I mean, you know, I could talk for days on that, but I didn't realize just how worldly I was. Worldliness, well, I I know this now, I didn't know this then, but worldliness is not limited to external behaviors. Worldliness is not just, you know, who you hang out with, what shows you watch, Um, where you hang out, the music you listen to. It's not just your values. No, it is so much more than that. And you probably already know this, but worldliness is also internal. It begins in our hearts and is often, it is often placed there as a conditioning of this world. It's inserted from our childhood. At least it was for me. And it's practiced in our habits throughout our lives. And I, you know, I can see this now. I can see it clearly as I reflect on my failed weight loss. Because when I dieted, I lived in the world. I loved everything in the world. And then I tried to fight it and kill it with willpower as I dieted. You know, there I was. I mean, basically, I had all of these foods that I loved because I practiced eating them my entire life. I was conditioned to love all of the foods and didn't even realize how much I was trying to love this thing, this food, and kill it at the same time. My cravings for certain foods were so powerful, and when the, and they were the main reason that I lived in a state of perpetual self-sabotage. Can you relate to that? Are you finding that you still, even at this point as a seeker, still live in a state of occasional or perpetual self-sabotage. That's exactly where I was. And I, I was even, I also dealt with FOMO, fear of missing out. It caused me to perpetually get frustrated and sometimes even sad, dare I say, even depressed at some points on the journey 
when I dieted because I would see other people enjoying all the foods that I loved and I began to feel bad for myself, like a little bit of a pity party, a temper tantrum, if you will, because I just wanted to have the beer and the onion rings, or I just wanted to be able to eat the birthday cake or the cupcake or the brownies or to celebrate the thing at Christmas. I just wanted to be able to do what I wanted to be able to do. And I started to, you know, feel bad for myself. And that's where FOMO kind of came in. And I wanted to be able to eat what I liked and was so hyper-focused on what I couldn't eat on a near daily basis. And then, you know, as I would get a little bit stronger on my journey to lose weight, I did overcome my fleshly desires a little bit. And I was motivated by the feedback I received as I lost a little bit of weight. You know, those sweet friends that were courageous enough to say, oh, it looks like you've lost weight. That totally motivated me. And then somehow something would happen and the cycle of sabotage would happen all over again. And I was just weak in my flesh and I would get lax in my commitment to myself. And that's how I remained in my fat pants, despite all of the dieting, all of the exercise, none of the feedback from people, nothing would motivate me to just stay on the weight loss path until God, until God. Don't you just love that quote, until God? Oh, I just love how he basically whacked me upside the head, whacked me upside the head with the Bible and said, wake up and showed me how to see scripture come alive even in weight loss. When I read 1 John 2.16, I just, I saw it. I could reflect back on my dieter's life and see how I was stuck in the world. 1 John 2.16 says, The world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and in our possessions. These are not from the Father, but they are from the world even in weight loss. God used this scripture to show me how how my weakness how my weaknesses around food and how my weaknesses around and with food was an area of worldliness that needed attention and understanding. I had a worldly approach to food and it was a bondage. It was a house of bondage. It was a state of bondage. My cravings for physical pleasure with food with all the foods that I missed and for the pride in my physical accomplishments were all worldly and they served as an anchor to keep me there. I couldn't even see it. These three areas were the central theme to Satan's attack on Eve in Genesis 3 and again to Jesus in Matthew 4. I was not exempt from the temptations of my flesh. I just didn't know that this kept me in the enemy's worldly snare. Seeing my thoughts and cravings and focus on food as being from the world and not from God woke me up. And that is how God gave me the power over my fleshly cravings. I realized that I could either be like Eve and just surrender to the loss of the flesh, or I could be like Jesus and speak to the tempter who was delivering the lust of the flesh on a golden platter. And that became my that began my desire to seek God over this world, even in weight loss. 
And in fact, if you look at 1 John 2, 15, it says, Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world and you do not have the love, you do not have the love of the Father in you. I mean, this was convicting. I hope it's convicting to you. Because if you let that set in for a minute, that is powerful. So today I just want to encourage you, if you're struggling to say no to the foods that you used to eat, see it through see it all through God's eyes. You can do all things through Christ who strengthened you, but you must see the truth. Your cravings are a conditioning of the patterns of this world. God is trying to show you the way out of these patterns. He's trying to help you renew your mind so that you can transform your life with him. It's hard in your flesh, I know. Because I I remember being where you are, where you might be. And when it's hard in your flesh, that's because he wants to show us how to do it in our spirit. That's where our discipline is. That's where his strength exists. His power is made perfect in your weakness. So go to God. Ask him to help you surrender the foods that trip you up. Ask him to show you where you are living in the world with your food stories. Ask him to reveal the lust of your flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, even in weight loss.